welcome to the Overwhelmed Nurses podcast. I'm your host, nurse and life coach Robin Smith. Join me as I talk about all things shitty and stressful in nursing and how to deal from a life coaching perspective. Hello and welcome to the Overwhelmed Nurse podcast. I'm your host, nurse and life coach Robin Smith. Today on the episode, I'm going to talk about what happens when we find ourselves trapped in kind of these negative emotion cycles. And what I mean by that is if we're unhappy, whether it's at work or in life, over whatever specific situation, we'll talk about you know, work because it's a, it's an easy example. When we're unhappy with our job, when we're unhappy at work, it's like sometimes there's no, it's, it seems like there's no coming back from that. Um, once we have crossed the bridge into, I don't like my job land, <laughs> unless there is a significant change in your job routine and your work routine, um, we don't tend to very easily come back from that place. So sometimes those big changes might be, I don't know, like a winter bonus, uh, maybe a significant pay raise if um, you work for someone, you know, an employer that's that will do that. Sometimes it can be like a new coworker or or like a new team in general, maybe a few people being hired on that really jive with you that you really relate to that make your work experience um fun, enjoyable. Sometimes it is a new boss. Sometimes it is a new leadership role. Maybe you step into a preceptor role, a charge nurse role, an educator role, a management role. Um, you know, big changes like that can really shake us up and be like, okay, you know, this isn't so bad. We are not kind of stuck in the day-to-day or the routine that really had us unhappy. But... If you notice, like none of those things had, all of those things had to be something significant. So, so what about when you're unhappy at work and there is no change in sight? You're not up for a promotion or a raise and, you know, the people who are being hired on <laughs> aren't your new best friends. Like, uh, do you see how relying on situations like this, another big change might be, you know, going to a new work environment, a new setting, a new facility, a new, um, maybe going from the hospital to a clinic or something. But do you see how all of these positive changes are about changing your environment? None of them is about changing your response to things that you are unhappy with. It's all about changing your environment. Even when you change jobs, change settings, change facilities, yes, you are taking action, but you are taking action to to surround yourself in a new environment that you are at least hoping is going to be more positive or more of what you want than the environment that you left. 
Um, this is like, there's nothing wrong with changing your environment. Actually, this is a goal, right? Nursing, we need a lot of change in nursing. We need significant change in a lot of these work environments. Like this, this is important, um, but it's not always readily available to us. Sometimes we don't have another job lined up. Sometimes we can't afford to take the pay cut to a different type of setting. Sometimes, um... We can start working in an environment where we love the team and we love the boss. And over time, those people leave. Maybe they go back to school. Maybe they finished school and they're moving on to a new role. Maybe there are promotions or transplants, like they move. You know, we can't, we can't control our environment all the time. And even when we do have some degree of control over our environment, I would offer you that this control is an illusion. It's not actual control because anything could change at any time. And so my point in this is to broaden your perspective that If we're only fixating on our environment and if we're only looking for happiness and satisfaction in our environment, we are giving up control and we are giving up our power to really design our own experience, to really create our own experience. It's like we're saying my fate, my happiness, my life experience is totally dependent on the environment that I find myself in, the people around me, the patients I take care of, the boss that I have. And... I'm not trying to pass judgment on that. If that is what you choose to do, that's your choice. It's your, it's your choice. You do have control and power and, and all the say in that choice. I'm only offering that there is another way. That there absolutely is another way. And you can find happiness and peace and satisfaction, and contentment, and joy, and positivity, and hope, and optimism in an environment that is not ideal, or not the greatest, or not your first pick, or that might be causing you unhappiness right now. It is possible. It, even if your next step is elsewhere even if you come to the decision that this is not my final landing place and this is not my final destination you can make the best out of that experience while you are preparing for what is next for you and why would you want to do this well because who wants to spend any more of life unhappy or unsatisfied or angry or frustrated or stressed out or overwhelmed than we have to. And what would that mean for you to really take control of how you feel and to consciously choose 
to not be overwhelmed and stressed out and unhappy? Like, what does that mean to you to, to really own the fact, to accept the fact, to allow yourself to consider the fact that, like, your happiness is within your control, your feelings are within your control, your experience is within your control, um, so, you know, I'm just trying to give the power back to you should you choose to take it. But, but also, sometimes we find ourselves in situations that we can't immediately get out of. Um, we, can't, we can't up and find another job or a new setting or, um, you know, a new boss, <laughs> right? <laughs> Excuse me. And so if you find yourself in what I call, sorry, I'm banging around over here, a negative cycle, Um, what does this look like? What does this mean? And how do you break it? That's what we're diving into today. Um, well, what does this look like? This basically looks like when you've arrived to that unhappy land, right? You've crossed the bridge into, I don't like my job. And when you wake up in the morning, it's like you have to dig deep and find this tremendous effort to get out of bed, to get ready, to roll into work with, without a crappy attitude like it's like everything within you is fighting feelings of dread unhappiness unsatisfaction annoyance frustration irritation I mean you know you know you're like what is today going to bring me or even if you choose to try to be positive it doesn't you know last very long by the time you get to work and in the thick of it your positivity has gone down the toilet and you don't see it is not apparent to you like how it's going to change unless the environment changes uh your patients change your ratios change your staffing grid changes your boss changes or your job changes or you find a new job um that's a negative cycle that it's like it's like it feels like ugh, nothing is ever going to change unless i leave this place this job um this profession it doesn't have to be that way. Um, if you if you can't leave, or if you you know you don't want to leave, or if you to put a lot of if if the investment that you made into this profession really actually means something to you, um, and and you wanna you wanna you know feel better and not just up and make a new investment into something else, um, you can break these cycles, and that's that's what we're gonna talk about today is. What can you do to break a negative cycle that you're experiencing around your job? And of course, this can be applied to more than just your job. We're just using your job as an example. Um, It really boils down to this idea, this notion, this belief that like energy attracts like energy. This idea that you get more of what you put out. What goes around comes around. (laughs) Um, It's a karmic idea. It really is. Um, There, it goes kind of hand in hand. If you're familiar with, you know, the, the thoughts or the ideas behind manifestation and behind consciously creating, um, your own experience, it's all related to, like begets like to you are attracting what your attention is on and so if you are in a kind of negative thought and feeling spiral around uh my job sucks uh this day is going to be terrible uh um 
this is going to be crazy. I am going to be exhausted. This is never going to change. And you feel exhausted and you feel frustrated and you feel annoyed and you feel upset. Um, If you continue to have those thoughts and you continue to have those feelings, you will continue to have those thoughts and continue to have those feelings. Like nothing is going to change for you. You're going to continue you are perpetuating the cycle on your own and 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 because you continue to choose those thoughts that evoke those feelings you your brain is seeking evidence to validate the thoughts and the feelings that you have so your attention is going to the negative aspects of your job because there are negative aspects to everything there are light sides and shadow sides there is yin and there is yang there is good and there is bad there is happy there is sad there is joy there is pain that is life um that is life and we 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 come to this place of being to this place of existence where we shun the dark side the other half the uncomfortable experiences to the point to where like we're avoidant and and we 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 truly attach like a negative judgment to them where we where we really shouldn't we should not attach anything to them we should just observe them like that is just a part of life health and illness birth and death these things like we cannot eradicate these things they're there this is balance right and instead of of putting these negative judgments and attachments onto the darker side, the darker experience, the, 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 I'm trying, I'm trying not to say bad. Like that's what I'm trying to tell you is that like, we have to start, we have to start conceptualizing these things differently. We have to, we have to stop lumping them in the bad bucket. And, and in order to do that, we have to take, a new perspective, a perspective of like, this This is not bad, this is challenging. This is not bad, this is just not ideal. This is not bad, this is a, this is a situation or a circumstance that will allow me to grow. And you might say, yeah, that sounds all fine and dandy, but, but that's really hard to do. And you're right. It is really hard. It is is really hard to do because you have lived a lifetime of labeling things as bad and associating bad things with negative emotions. And so it's like your habitual default response when when bad things happen is to feel negative emotions. But but it's totally possible to like choose to stop doing that and to choose a different way. But it is a process. It is a process and it does take work and it does take consistent effort. But it is possible. Um, And the first step to initiating that process and choosing a better way and breaking these negative cycles is to start observing your response to situations. Start observing it, not labeling it, not judging it, not not putting it in any any kind of good or bad bucket. Just observe it. How am I responding? And 
and what kind of outcome am I achieving and how is my response related to the outcome and am I satisfied with the response that I have? Would I like to change this response? How might I change my response to influence a more desirable outcome? These are the types of questions that you start to ask yourself when you start reflecting on your response and observing your response in different situations. And then like you answer those questions and so you think, well, I you know, I'm not crazy about that particular way that I responded. It's not serving me like this other response might. Um so I think I'm going to try I'm going to try something different. And part of this process, it's super important to remember that you should have some grace and some compassion for yourself in this process because it's uncomfortable to start examining the way that we operate in the world and our responses to things and how we might be playing a role in the experience that we're having. How our responses might be contributing to the negative experience, to the negative emotions that we're feeling. That gets really uncomfortable really quickly. And it's okay. Like, that's why... You go into this with an open heart for yourself. You have some grace and you have some compassion and you have some love for yourself. And and you must believe that, that every response that you've created up to this point, like you respond that way in order to protect yourself. You, you have created that response and that pattern and that way of being to protect yourself. It has served you at some point or at several points in your life. And now at this point in your life, it's not serving you any longer. And allowing that to just be what it is and and not internalizing that as you're wrong or you're disappointed in yourself or um that's a bad response to have none none of the, again like we're we're not putting any labels any attachment any negative judgments on these things we're just observing them neutrally respectfully and if we don't like them anymore if they're not serving us how they it, as effectively as another response might then okay Uh, that's not serving me the way that I would like it to. I'm going to release it. I'm going to change it. And I'm going to try on this new response. I'm going to try on this new response where instead of maybe getting frustrated at this particular patient population that's really challenging for me, maybe I will try on detaching and or maybe I will try on compassion or maybe I will try on you know whatever that looks like for you um try it on and reflect give yourself feedback how do you like it did that work better what outcome did I achieve when I tried on this different response? Do I like that outcome? Do I want to wear this response? Think of it as like a hat. Do I want to wear this hat for a little bit longer? And and allow yourself to do that if that's the case. And if not, what's the next hat to try on? What's another response that I might try on in this situation? And let's see what kind of outcome I obtain with that new hat on. Um, that's how this works. And then knowing knowing that it's a process. This is this is not just like flipping a switch 
and overnight becoming a new person, becoming, you know, someone who responds very, you know, if if you tend to get very stressy and um, kind of anxious and um, high strung in certain situations and you would really like to be the cool, calm, collected, strong uh uh, uh, calm presence in the room, know that that doesn't happen overnight. It takes practice. It takes consistently wearing that new response. And it, it's literally like you're rewiring your system. You're reprogramming your system. Okay. That takes time and it takes practice. It's almost like driving a car. When you start driving a car, like you don't know what you're doing. You're not an expert at it. And then as you practice, you become more confident and, and it becomes more natural to you. And then 10 years later like you could probably drive with your eyes closed don't do that I don't recommend it but it's like it's more than easy to you it's natural to you you've gone from thinking about how to do it to actually doing it doing it well and then like being a driver as opposed to just like doing the driving and the same process happens when we are changing our responses in order to break negative cycles in order to feel better so that's how it works i i will kind of pull those steps out very explicitly for you now i it's like a four step process that i kind of walked you through step one having grace having compassion having love for yourself as you start this self-reflection and and not being disappointed with what you find and not being discouraged with what you find. Just accepting that I am who I am in this moment because of the experiences that I've grown through, because of the relationships that I've had, and I've developed these responses to protect myself, to serve myself, to get me to this place in my life. And if anything, like acknowledge, acknowledge the courage that it takes to really be self-observant and to really um initiate growing and and to like commit to to feeling better and to being better like give yourself praise for that don't tear yourself down for things that you that you find that you you know that that aren't the way you want to be um because again you know, everything that you do in this moment, anything that anyone does in this moment is a learned response to defend, to protect, to keep themselves safe. Um, so that first step, just have grace for yourself, love yourself through this process. And um, step two, become the observer. Become the observer, the neutral observer. How do you respond in certain situations? And what outcome do you get when you respond in that way and does it serve you or is there another response that might serve you better step three excuse me step three trying on new responses if if this particular response is getting me an outcome that I'm not in love with how can I tune it how can I change it how can I modify it how can I grow in it to feel a feeling that feels good, that feels better, to obtain an outcome that I am in love with. And then finally, step four, like allow this to be a process and enjoy the process. Life is a journey. 
It's not about winning. It's not about getting to the end. It's not about completing the puzzle as quickly as you can. Then what's next for you? Truly, like what is next for you if you win as quickly as possible? And what does that even mean? What does that even mean? I think that we have this idea, or at least I did. I had this idea that life is about getting the good like getting a good education getting the good job making a lot of money getting the nice house having the little core family and like going to church and like like paint this little picture that was painted for me on like what life was about and about doing that as quickly as possible and um and then when you get there uh yay you win all the happiness and all the things and all the I don't know like what do you expect to happen like well because what happens is not like it's if you're not if you're not paying attention to how you feel and you're not choosing what feels good for you then whatever picture you think the end result or winning looks like um you're going to be disappointed in because your feelings are information to guide your behavior, your actions, your decisions. And and so checking in this with this process, checking in, like how are you feeling? If you're not feeling good, this is information for you to use to change something, to make change, to redirect, to to bring you to a place that does feel good. That's what feelings are for. They're our compass. They're our compass. And and it's a process and that's that's what it's all about. So have patience and have grace and be present and experience how these things will literally change your life and change your experience. I think that's about it. I think that is about it for this episode. Before I go, um, some exciting things coming up. I um, am going to be doing a series of some different interviews on the podcast coming up to bring you just some new information to dive a little bit deeper into um, the state of nursing in different settings and and the stress that we can experience in different settings and some tips on on how to bring you know these ideas these principles that I bring you into stressful situations so that you can feel better right now um super cool stuff so I hope you enjoyed this. Please leave me feedback um, in the notes. There are multiple ways to connect with me. Give me feedback. Tell me what you want to hear. What would be beneficial for you? What do you need help with? How can I help you? Um, Because this is for you. This podcast is for you. And yeah, otherwise, have a beautiful week. And I will connect with you next Wednesday, next Thursday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. Let's all invest a little more into ourselves, into our growth so that we feel better and that we can bring our best to our profession to deliver the best care that we possibly can to our patients, to our communities, to our loved ones. That's really what it's all about. 
Again, I am your host, nurse and life coach, Robin Smith. I help nurses to feel and be their best at work, at home, in life. You can follow me on Instagram at Nurse Life Coach, and you can connect with me in my Facebook group, The Overwhelmed Nurse.